Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Broken Sea Pure Pulp. Tonight's exciting feature is episode one of the Jake Sampson adventure serial. In this action-packed episode, our intrepid adventurer and his stalwart companions discover the secrets of the Hyborian Gate. Enter. Telegram for you, sir. Urgent. Come to Cross Plains, Texas. Life and death. Robert E. Howard. Robert E. Howard. Author of many intriguing works of supposed fiction. Pack my bag, Hartford. I leave at once for Cross Plains, Texas. Cross Plains, Texas. A quiet town with an eerie feel to it. Perhaps not the strangest place to find someone like Robert Howard. Mr. Sampson? Indeed. Jake Sampson, at your service, Mr. Howard. Please come in. Quickly, come in. I'm so relieved you took my telegram seriously. These are indeed dark days for us all. Your bandaged arm is part of the reason I'm here? Unfortunately, yes. I had an altercation which I will explain in due course. Please come through to my study. Your grandfather was known to me, as were your dear departed parents. I fear I have seen more than any man should in his life. I have always known that I have seen enough of the wonders of worlds beyond our own to give me hope of a balance between the good inherent in so much of life and the terrible evil that lurks beyond the veil seeking to destroy all things. I understand you also have an interest in the shadows, Mr. Samson. I'm well acquainted with the evils that can lurk within them. Indeed. May I offer you some refreshment, Mr. Samson? Manhattan, straight up. I'll settle for plain bourbon if that's easier. Of course. Are you conversant with my scribblings, Mr. Sampson? Why, yes. I've enjoyed your Hyborian tales of heroes and dark sorcery. Many people do, and I'm often asked where such fantastic tales come from. Of course, I answer such inquiries with a lie. The human imagination is a powerful tool, Mr. Sampson, but I am merely a chronicler of events and scenes that I have witnessed firsthand. Did you expect me to be surprised? On the contrary, I would have been disappointed if you were, Mr. Sampson. 
After the tragic death of your parents at the hands of an evil entity from a dimension other than our own, I would expect nothing relating to parallel worlds to come as a shock to you. Except, perhaps, this. A full-length mirror. Made of innumerable fractions of crystal, each resonating with a frequency that can plumb the depths of space and time. One simply need activate it and see the flickering lights as a connection is made until you gaze upon the jungles of Hyboria, Mr. Samson. Through this portal, I've seen many aspects of Hyboria and her denizens. So you're saying it's possible to travel through this gateway? To actually walk under those trees and feel the Hyborian sun upon your face? It is, and I have many times, Mr. Samson. I resist the inclination to travel there these days. I fear if I should choose to step into that verdant primordial world, I would not return to this place. And I have a responsibility to the forgotten beings that created this portal to safeguard their secrets. Your telegram spoke of matters of life and death. Life and death are but two sides of the same blade, Mr. Samson. We fight or we die. I have, I fear, made a grave error. I often spend many hours simply sitting in my chair at my desk, rolling across the landscape of this ancient earth in the time of Hyboria, watching the denizens coming and going, living their lives unaware of my gaze upon them. Five nights past, I spent such an evening in the company of the portal and several bottles of whiskey. I dozed off, leaving the way open. Something, I fear, discovered the portal and made its way through from the other side. Something dangerous to all life in this world. Very negligent of you. Foolish even to allow such a thing to enter our world. Such things have always been in our world, Mr. Sampson. Hyboria is a different time. An ancient epoch separated from us by one of several cataclysms. The world begins anew, reincarnates itself, in effect. The past is forgotten by all but those who are outside of time. What evidence do you have that this thing came through? What do you know of its nature, its intent? The beast is taller than a man and stands like us. It's possessed of long talons and jagged teeth. It has wide eyes that guide it through the darkness, which appears to be its preferred environment. Short, dark hair covers much of the creature, though the face is wide to encompass the toothsome maw, and the entire head appeared to be focused on providing strength to its bite. It should be easy to spot, then. Yes. You could even track it by the mellifluous odor of its foul musk. The beast has been sighted several times in the three nights since its arrival. Who by? Locals, mostly under the influence of alcohol. The demon drink is held in high regard in these parts. The local sheriff was initially dismissive of the reports, but as more sober witnesses have reported seeing it, they are preparing to conduct a search for what they believe is an escaped circus animal. All that's missing is the circus. Au contraire. Tolenny Brothers Circus arrived in the county a week ago 
Usually such groups of traveling troubadours barely settle for more than a few days, but they have yet to move on. So you encountered the beast and it injured you? I pride myself on my physical prowess, Mr. Samson. Upon awakening in the pre-dawn hour, I tracked the beast to the velvet darkness of my cellar. There it was, crouched, waiting for me, perhaps. It sprang, and I engaged it in a flurry of pugilation that would have crushed the skull of a man. You boxed with a demon from beyond the veil? And a vigorous exercise it was, too. However, it escaped me and fled into the pre-dawn light. I waited a day and a night for its return, and then, when I first heard of other witnesses to my carelessness, I wired you the urgent missive to which you have punctually responded. My greatest concern is that a young man has vanished two nights hence. It's in the nature of young men to wander off, but I fear a worse fate. We need to find this creature before it attacks someone else. Indeed. I, for one, would like an opportunity to feel its bones fracture in my grip. I would suggest we start at Sadie's Cafe. There are men there who will be happy to tell us of their stories of where the beast was seen, both real and imagined. Then we have no time to waste. No guns allowed in Sadie's Cafe. Afternoon, boys. What can I get you? Good afternoon, Miss Sadie. A bottle of whiskey and two glasses. Coming up. Don't mind the mess. The boys been on the trail for a month with nothing but those cows. God knows they need to let off a little steam. Anyone seen anything odd around here the last few nights? In Cross Plains? I doubt it. There has been talk about a bear or something escaped from the circus. I think it's just a ruse to drum up business for the big top. A bear, eh? Anyone seen an escaped circus bear? Nope, but I once barely escaped from a circus. Shot of that snake bite juice you call whiskey, please, Miss Sadie. You think you've seen this escaped circus animal? I seen something. There weren't no skate bear. Weren't no animal from circus tall. At least not yet. What did you see? And what do you mean, not yet? Hooey! 
two questions going to cost you boys a drink. Go ahead. Much obliged, partner. I saw a beast from the depths of hell. It's taller than any man here. Skin dark, scaled like a snake. But it had fur on it, too. Teeth like knives and eyes like dinner plates. And they glowed yellow in the dark. There's a circus parked up outside of town. I know the owner is offering $100 cash to the man who can bring him the beast, dead or alive. I aim to collect. So where did you see this nightmare apparition? Out by some old farmstead. Place mostly gone. Just the barn's still there. Gonna fly through it at the town of fair next weekend. The old Von Holweg place? Out past Mullins Crossing? I guess. Ain't from around these parts. You're gonna fly through a barn? Texas Holden, barnstormer, daredevil, and the only man ever to face the dreaded Red Baron in a dogfight and live to tell the tale. Ah, a modern-day gladiator. A veteran of the deadly ballet between desperate men in flying machines. Can you take us to where you saw the beast? You ever flown before? Can't say that I have. For two dollars, I'll take y'all over the county. Maybe get a look at this bear of yours. I have learned the lesson of Icarus, gentlemen. I will stay here and continue the investigation while you indeed sally forth in fair imitation of the mighty eagle. Amen. Come on, partner. We need to get her done while it's still daylight. This is incredible! You think this is a thrill? Y'all should try it when half the German Empire is trying to kill you. What possessed you to volunteer to fight in the war? The Brits were giving away free planes. <laughs> Uh-oh. This isn't funny, Texas. Start that engine again. Sure, just hang on. We're going down. Hang on. You had been listening to Jake Sampson, Monster Hunter, written by Paul Mannering and Mark Colita, a Broken Sea audio production. Starring in tonight's episode were Mark Colita as Jake Sampson, Perry Widow as Robert E. Howard, Gina Holweg as Sadie, Bill Holwig as Texas Hold'em, David Subkoyak as Hartford, and Ellie Hirschman as the announcer. All music in tonight's episode was performed by Artie Shaw and his orchestra. All music is the property of the respective artists, and no copyright infringement is intended. Thank you for listening. This has been a Broken Sea Audio production.